0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, October 17th. On this date in 1931, mobster Al Capone was convicted in Chicago of income tax evasion. He was sentenced to 11 years. He would serve seven and a half years before he was released because of his deteriorating medical condition. He died in 1947. On this date in 1933, Albert Einstein arrived in the U.S. as a refugee from Nazi Germany. And here's your morning trivia question. On this date in 1978, President Jimmy Carter signed a bill restoring American citizenship to a Confederate war figure. Who was that person? i will have the answer coming up. But first, let's check in with the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your Tuesday forecast.
1: And good Tuesday morning. Chilly start as you head outside. Temperatures for a lot of you in the 40s early on today. We'll climb through the 50s, make it to the mid 60s by lunchtime, and upper 60s for highs under a sunny sky, start to finish for today. So a beautiful day throughout, not having to worry about being back and forth with clouds like the past couple days. More sunshine tomorrow. We'll start out cool in the 40s tomorrow afternoon, 73, 75 on Thursday. As we head towards Friday, we'll bring in our one chance of rain for this week. It's out of here for the weekend though with highs in the low to mid 70s
2: you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader live five news now let's get to your morning headlines
0: the decision to put the Charleston County School District Superintendent on paid leave is just one of several decisions made by the school board that some community members continue to rally against. Last
1: night, community members, principals, and school board members all gathered in Hollywood to spread the word about what they're calling injustices of the board. They're also encouraging the community to spring into action. As Live 5's Molly McBride reports, there was even a surprise appearance from Gallion himself.
2: Although Dr. Eric Galleon didn't want to speak on camera, he definitely got a warm welcome from last night's crowd. But Reverend Nelson Rivers, the national vice president of the National Action Network, says the meeting was about more than just Galleon. They want to spread the word about Movement 400, an effort to mobilize the community against the district's board of trustees, who he says doesn't want independent black leadership running the district. He says the movement was started because of the, quote, injustices of the Board of Trustees, adding that politics have financed a takeover of the board, that the community needs to be aware and take action. They never meant to have a black superintendent. That's not what they want. They want a a white person who would say yes to racism, yes to bigotry, yes to anti-Semitism, yes to anti-gay works. And so, yeah, we, we understand this is an old playbook. We just got new players, but I've been playing a long time. Some of the ways they say the community can get involved, calling and emailing board members and attending board meetings, especially highlighting the meeting coming up on October 23rd. Reporting in Hollywood, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. And
1: later today, the Charleston County School Board will be holding a special called meeting concerning Superintendent Dr. Eric Galleon's future with the district. The board will review a proposed settlement agreement and consider terms to release the superintendent from his contract since his hiring in late June. Again, this all comes after Galleon was placed on paid leave pending an investigation into an employee complaint. And then earlier this month, Galleon filed a lawsuit against the district, alleging district policies and the school board of trustees hampered his ability to effectively do his job that meeting will be tonight at 5 30 at the district headquarters
0: the berkeley county school district is waiting on legal advice before moving forward with new projects and renovations last night the board discussed funding for new elementary and middle schools and renovations at Hanahan middle both uh, most board members acknowledged the need for more school buildings to help with overcrowding but they were worried about changes to the plans It's because of a ballot question that voters were in favor of, which proposes the new elementary school be built in the Jedburgh area and a through K-8 school be built in the Nexton area, as opposed to the current proposal of an elementary campus near the Cane Bay area and a middle school in Nexton. The board approved the funding so long as an outside legal opinion clears them of any wrongdoing. We
1: now know the name of a child that was killed in a golf cart incident over the weekend. The Berkeley County coroner says six-year-old Arrow Robinson was riding as a passenger on a golf cart on Saturday evening when he fell off and was hit on North Creek Drive in Somerville. The coroner says Robinson was rushed to a nearby emergency room where he died that night. While the State Highway Patrol and the Berkeley County's coroner's office are investigating, officials say there will not be any charges in this incident.
0: The Berkeley County coroner has also released the name of a man who was hit and killed by a car last Wednesday in Ladson. The coroner says 33-year-old Michael Locklear died in the emergency room after the crash. The State Highway Patrol says Locklear was hit on College Park Road just before 9 p.m. last Wednesday. Officials tell us Locklear was turning into a driveway on his bicycle when he was hit by an SUV. No word on any charges in the incident.
1: But on the campaign trail now tonight, the North Charleston community will have a chance to hear from those that are vying to become the city's next leader. Candidates will take part in a mayoral forum at North Charleston City Hall at 6.30 p.m. Live 5's own Raphael James will also be there moderating the event. Organizers say they are hoping to see a lot of community members come on out and learn more about the candidates.
0: In the city of Charleston, mayoral candidates will also have the chance to discuss their policies and answer some community questions at a forum today. A group of LGBTQ plus community organizations is hosting the public event for Charleston mayoral candidates tonight. That event kicks off at 6 p.m. at Union Station. All six candidates say that they will be there. Candidates will also be at a forum earlier today at the Rotary Club of downtown Charleston. This one will start at 1230 p.m. at 5 Faber Event Space.
1: A senator representing South Carolina is now officially cleared to run for the nation's highest office. U.S. Senator Tim Scott filed his paperwork yesterday with the Republican Party inking his place on the ballot for the upcoming GOP primary. Data shows Scott still does face an uphill battle in the polls against former President Donald Trump. But some of his supporters say they are not losing faith just yet.
0: I think the Lord's going to have to work in mysterious ways, but I think it's very possible. And I think once people really know what he stands for and see his positive ad campaigns and more people that meet him in person and see what he's doing, uh, the more support he will garner.
1: Scott joins Trump, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and businessman Vivek Ramaswamy among candidates who've already filed for the primary race.
0: Former President Donald Trump spent his Monday campaigning in Iowa, doubling down on his immigration policies. Trump vowed to bar refugees from Gaza from entering the U.S. and expand his first-term so-called Muslim travel ban if he wins the second term. He also highlighted the support he showed for Israel when he was president, like establishing a U.S. embassy in Jerusalem. Still facing multiple indictments and now a gag order in his election interference case, Trump left supporters with a strong message.
2: What they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again.
0: The gag order, which Trump pledged to appeal, bars him from making statements targeting prosecutors, possible witnesses, and court staff. At the beginning of the show, I mentioned that President Jimmy Carter officially restored U.S. citizenship for a Civil War figure on this date in 1978. That figure was Confederate President Jefferson Davis. Celebrating birthdays this Tuesday. Actor Michael McKean is 76. Actor George Wendt, who played Norm on Cheers, turned 75. Country singer Alan Jackson is 65. King of the Hill animator Mike Judge is 61. And rapper Eminem is 51. Thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. Hope you have a great Tuesday. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
2: Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.